This show is brought to you by Loud and Opinionated. Welcome back to another episode of the the puck drops here coming up on a Thursday, not a Tuesday this week. Uh, it actually, I think, works out a little bit better because um, we get a, we're halfway through the second round. It seems like, well, not necessarily halfway through. Some for some teams, yeah. halfway through if they can keep winning. Um, very surprising second round. Uh, the last time we talked last week, they, we had hopes that the Hurricanes would cause more to add to this super bizarre uh, playoff series, and it continues. They they managed it, to upset the Capitals. Yes, they did. It was amazing. Uh, Mr. Game 7 with the assist on the game winner for uh, the Canes. Uh, great pass to the front, and a shot pass more or less <laughs> just deflection in and bye-bye uh, capitals have fun golfing. Yeah. I think to me, the, the, the fact that it went to overtime, I, that was when I thought if, if the hurricanes take this to overtime, my head was like, then they've got a legitimate shot. Uh, if it would have been within the three periods, again, I was still pretty confident that the capitals were going to win, but uh, here we are. Yeah, I think the Capitals, I mean, struggled down the, down the stretch to uh, really excel without TJ Oshie. Like, that was a huge, huge loss for him, not having, not having Oshie. And then on top of it, like, man, the Canes just, they were relentless. Mrazek was on point. Granted, he did get hurt in game two of this most recent series. But they, they were really, really good at just keeping, keeping uh, everything they can pressure-wise on, on the Caps. And, Props to them. They were down 3-2 in the series, down 2-0 in game six, came back in one, down 3-1 in game seven, came back in one, four, three. So it's a year of the comeback. Uh yes, the it's the seems to be the year of the underdog in the, the playoffs because you have the blue jackets. Every division winner lost in the first round. And uh yeah. That's just unheard of. That's insane. You had both number one seeds losing in uh, less than seven games. You had so many crazy moments leading to this. And now we've got a couple series, again, where the little guy is is winning. You have Carolina, and we are recording this Wednesday. This will go up on Thursday. So as of this recording, Carolina is up 2-0 on the Islanders back home in Carolina. Yep. It's hard to pick against them with all that, that momentum from beating the caps to now. It's really hard to, to imagine the Islanders turning it around and winning this series. Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's going to be a, they've, I mean, if it's a team that can do that quickly, it is the Islanders, especially with Trotz as the head coach. He'll, he'll try and get their mind right, but they just, the thing is, they haven't been able to stop the, in, the the shots from the middle. That's what has been the key for them this entire playoff so far. Pittsburgh especially. They didn't allow anything through the middle of the ice. They blocked everything. They allowed Robin Leonard to see shots. Like, that 
is tremendously helpful for a goalie. If you're not going to let them in the middle, that means that you can take angles away and there's nothing really to shoot at. So we'll see what they do here. Game three, you know, tonight, even though this is being posted Thursday morning, but I, I think the Canes end up taking this and taking a three Oh lead. I, I, I would agree. I, I think, I honestly think the, uh, the hurricanes are on their path towards a sweep. Now I could be wrong. I could also, I could see uh, the Islanders getting one back in, in Carolina and in trying to, you know, come back in the series, but it's just hard for me to go against the hurricanes. I was thoroughly impressed with how they managed to beat the, the caps and how well they've been playing. I will say that, you know, this, I know this hurt Tampa, I, I, if there's one thing that I've seen weakness-wise, I think that Carolina has to get better on their power play. Yeah, I mean, that is a huge thing, especially in playoff time. You have to be able to score on that power play. You get the opportunities, you have to be able to score on them. They ha- they weren't a very good team in the regular season with it, and they haven't been superb at it in the playoffs, but their penalty kill's good, which is, <laughs> is, a, is yeah. a giant plus. So special teams wise, they have that one plus, but you also have the glaring, you know, deficiency on on the power play. So, yeah, I think that uh, it's it's tough sledding for the Islanders, but I agree with you. If anybody can do it, it, it could be the Islanders. But uh, I I just feel like they just haven't been after. Uh, it, it it could be rust. It really could be. I I honestly think because of the way they played against Pittsburgh and had all that time off, I think that's kind of hurt them. Yeah, we talked a little bit about that in the last episode, but uh, as much as you want to say that that could possibly be it, maybe they'll turn it around. You're two games back now. That's You have to really, you know, turn in, dig down, and, and fight to get back into the series. So Yeah, because now you have to win two on the road to even tie it at this yep. point. So uh, it, it'll be interesting uh, moving forward. Um this game is also happening when we record this tonight, but we can still talk about this series in general. Uh, I want to talk about the Blues and the Stars uh, because the Blues were my dark horse pick and when we did our first episode. Still looking really good. Yes, they were. Uh, they they, they kind of stole one, uh, I think, the last game. That, that game was absolutely insane. And... Uh, <laughs> The, the goal that Patrick Maroon scores was just absolutely filthy. <laughs> Pulling it off the backside and then going top shelf over the left left shoulder of a six foot six Ben Bishop. Like, good yeah. Lord. And like, I felt for Ben Bishop because he's, you know, he's a former Tampa Bay guy. Yeah. And, and you know, that, that kind of thing, what do you do? I mean, <laughs> that kind of, mo- like, as fast as he was there. And like you said, it was just boom, top shelf. Like it was a bang bang play, and it's like, what are you, what are you gonna do there? <laughs> yeah, and like one of the crazy things about it too, like is just like how it happened. Like anytime Dallas would get the momentum to tie it back up, it was just like, bam, we're right back, and Blues take the lead again. Dallas ties it back up. Blues take the lead again. Like it had like, it was like what three game or uh, two changes or two ties and two uh, lead take changes in the last. Yeah seven minutes of that game and then you have the game winner with a minute 38 left and that i think that was such a backbreaking moment because you have home ice tie game close game and then to have them just break your back like that with about a little over a minute and a half to go 
it's it was devastating and they stole one from him and yeah. uh I, I like it you know because i picked them to, <laughs> to, to get to the cup they're my dark horse pick so, yeah uh, your your dark horse pick is doing a little bit better than than mine is so far my uh, dark horse pick being the avalanche uh they're down 2-1 in the series now after last night's uh loss to the sharks at home First loss for the Abs in nine games at the Pepsi Center. And uh, bright and early as we post this tomorrow, I will be on the road to Denver to go watch game four. So, Ooh. Yeah, that uh, that empty netter uh, to give uh, Logan Couture the, the, the hat trick. Yeah. Those are just, uh, they're so painful to watch. <laughs> empty net goals. Especially the fact that, like, Martin Jones is starting to play like really well, which is surprising because he had such a bad season. He won the first round, he won the series in the first round with a sub eight eight nine or a sub nine hundred save percentage. That never happens in the playoffs. Like, yeah, you have to be better than that, and it just just happens to work out that way. And so, props to him; they're playing well, and he's starting to play well too. Like that last three minutes, I mean, Colorado was all over San Jose; just could not get the puck in the net. Mm-hmm. and that's you know that's the thing about san jose and they're they've been a consistently good playoff team for the last three or four years and it, it's just that it's that i think that gives them a little bit of an advantage the the experience in being in these situations and, and being able to have those clutch plays and be able to just when you need to slip away and win a game uh what do you think colorado is going to do going to have to do tomorrow as the, or today if it has this post yeah. uh what do you think they're gonna have to do to tie up the series uh they just have to continue to do what they did last night they, they honestly played a phenomenal game last night themselves it's just they didn't get the pucks into the net they had a couple bad spots where they just couldn't quite get on to a rebound like martin jones left them out there they just the, as ridiculous as it sounds the sharks actually played defense last night it was kind of surprising to see <laughs> But I don't think there's another player in the entire NHL that I think gets faster when he gets a puck than Nathan McKinnon. Like, that dude is insane. Like, he's fast already. You watch him play the game. Then he gets the the puck on his stick, and it's just like he finds another dimension to be able to move laterally and horizontally. It's nuts. So he was was a factor last night. And if it keeps up the way that they're going, I think it's going to be him – that first line is going to be the decision for game four. So. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think honestly it's, we talk about it all the time, but it really is when you're the second round of the playoffs and you uh, beat a team like Calgary and you, you get this far. Yeah, it, 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 It's a lot of talent, but it is, and I hate to say it, it's cliche because we've said it multiple times, but it's just luck. That's really what's, yeah. what's the difference is a lot of these times. I mean, even even like we were talking about with uh, the Blues and the Stars, it was a great play, but it was also sometimes luck. It just sometimes it just works out for you. and Sometimes you got to rely on puck luck. And, sometimes, you know, that's just – I think that's the case for Colorado because – I think they're a very talented team, and I think San Jose is as well. It just seems that you were talking about, as, as aggressive as they were, they just couldn't get one in. Yeah, and that happens at times, and it's they were able to tie it up, and then Couture rolls down and 
fires the game winner. And then he, he also gets the, you know, empty netter for the hat trick, but he, it's, it's one of those things like that's, that's a could be a motivator, a momentum builder for San Jose, but man, Colorado, I don't think even cares about that. They've had such an up and down season. I don't think they've gotten up or down too high this year. And that'll probably help them out to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Uh, when was the last time they won the cup? It was recently. I'm trying to remember. Who's that? Uh, the Avalanche. Uh, 2001, I think, is the last time yeah. they won. 18 so. years, you know. That's, that's yeah. They got to gotta have some pride, Colorado. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, we're just kind of moving along here. Um, this game tonight, May 2nd, is going to yeah. be the Bruins taking on the Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets... Uh, Stole a game, I think, uh, in game three. I don't think they stole it, but two overtimes it took to win, if I'm remembering this correctly. That was game two. That was game two. Yeah, that was two overtimes. That was insane. And then this series is probably the most fun to watch for me right now. I'm going to get on a soapbox a little bit on this one. but <laughs> Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Brad Marshan should have been suspended for the dumb little hit that he gave Scott Harrington to the back of the head. He's not going to be suspended. He's already been said that it's not going to happen. But my problem with it is the NHL wants to go out and talk about how we're defending our players against head hits and we don't want unwarranted head hits. Yeah, it's a pesky, dumb thing. But he literally turns, winds up, and punches a dude in the back of the head. An unsuspecting player, you punch him in the back of the head. Yeah. You've been, you've been disciplined how many times for just dumb things? Last year, you were licking people. This year, you want to punch people in the back of the damn head. Like, figure it out. And yeah. the words of, in the true words of Letterkenny, figure it out, bud. Like, just come on. There's no reason for him to be able to do that and not get anything. Like, if it was a one-time thing, like you were frustrated and you did it, whatever. But this is all the time when they're losing. He's such a piece of trash. He's a rat. Didn't he? Great uh... player, but he's a rat. Didn't he say, uh, I could be seen as quote, uh, I don't know. but he didn't just say it was like, it's playoff hockey. Like that was his justification for it. He said something along those lines, but he also said the same thing about what he did to Cam Atkinson stick in game one, where they're both battling in front on a draw and Atkinson stick is like touching his skate. So he literally just turns, like picks his skate up and stomps on Cam Atkinson's blade and crushes it. And then as Cam Atkinson skates by, after he gets a new stick, skates by, because Marshan has to take the draw at that point, he skates by and, like, goes to it, and he, like, throws an elbow back at him. Like, dude, you're too good of a player to be that, just to be that much of a dick. Like, Didn't he uh, hit the goalie, too, in that? I'm sure he did at some point. He's terrible about that stuff. Because I think, yeah, he punched it, he punched the one guy, and then I... Almost oh, he died. punched he punched Scott Harrington and then hightailed it to the bench as fast as he could. <laughs> he was he was moving faster than the fucking Penguins and uh, Tampa Bay Lightning's playoff hopes. So <laughs> I, I could have swore, yeah, I, I think when he on that punch he hits him, but I think at the same time on the follow through the punch he like hits uh, Bob in the back of the head. And it so might then have, it, and then it's like then that's when it kind of turned into a like almost a scrum because it's like you can't. It's like football. You got to protect your, your quarterback. You got to protect your goalie. So, you know, the other guys are like, hey, knock it off kind of thing. And oh, for I agree, sure. I agree with you wholeheartedly. At this point, when you're deep in the playoffs, I agree with you. I understand frustration, but this guy has a reputation 
for being this dirty player that, like you said last year, licking people, stomping on people's sticks, punching people. Like, uh, what? And you know, I think he does it because he knows he can get away with it. I think my favorite part about that game, though, was uh, the game's tied 1 1, and uh, he gets a high sticking penalty because he literally just decided that he needed to take Boone Jenner's teeth out with a cross check. <laughs> and he goes to the box. And the Blue Jackets score to take the 2-1 lead with, like, six seconds left, and they just pan to him in the box. And he just looked like such a giant baby over it. Like, oh, I shouldn't have got a penalty. Like, I didn't do anything. You literally cross-checked a dude who's seven inches taller than you in the mouth. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> come on. Uh, So, let's... let's I, I think when I'm looking at this, uh, the, to me, yes, the most surprising thing is uh, I call him Bob because I can't pronounce his name. Uh, Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky. Uh, see, it's just easier to say, easier to say Bob. Just say Bob. Say Bob. Uh, I think um, Bob's performance for the Blue Jackets has been phenomenal. Uh, I think he. I'm not going to say he's the sole reason. I think the Blue Jackets in general have been playing very well as a team, but his performance has just been off the charts and he's, he's been a very good goalie for a long time, but uh, just the way that he, I've seen him play. And like, um, I saw this save that he had where he reached backwards behind his back to block it. And like, just like planked himself, like completely flattened himself across the goal and got an amazing save out of that. I think he, to me is the difference maker. And I, he's the reason why I think Columbus is going to win this series. Yeah, he has been honestly the biggest the biggest thing on that is him being able to uh to pull that off. Like he's been that good this year. And it's it's an extremely surprising thing because Philly got rid of him for his performance in playoffs and then he also has never been that great while he's been with uh the the Blue Jackets. Like I mean, Pittsburgh murdered him in two different series back-to-back years. So it's it's nice to see him finally succeed and maybe get his mind right on that. So, uh, and I honestly think it was game four against Tampa where he had 30, I think, yeah, they had 33 shots on goal or something like that. And he had 30 saves and he played out of his mind at the end of that game because Tampa was just bearing down on him because this is, you know, the end of the line for them. And he was still blocking shots. And I think Columbus is playing at another level. And I think they're playing in a way that this means a little bit more to them than the Bruins, because this is the first time they've ever been this far in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree completely. And honestly, the team, like the bunch of the team that they have, like you pull in Duchesne, who doesn't really have a whole lot of playoff experience. He's got a little bit, but not tons. Uh, Dezingle went all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals two years ago with uh, Ottawa. So They've got some guys with some some higher end experience, but they most of that team is pretty brand new to the playoffs. So it's interesting to see how they've been able to uh, handle the stress. Um, let's get a prediction. Think okay. This. What do we think? I think this goes to a full seven games, and I think Columbus takes it. Do they win? Okay. Do they win tonight? Do they win game uh, four? Or do- <laughs> think it gets tied up 2-2 tonight. Okay. All right. Uh, I I think that they're going to win this, but I, and I have them winning in six. I think 
Boston will get another one, but uh, at the end of the day, I think Columbus is going to win in six, which blowing my mind that I, I I would side with the Blue Jackets after they just stomped all over my heart. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, the next game we we touched on this. You're going to be at this game. I uh, am. You know, we got the Sharks against the Avalanche. You've been, we've talked to kind of briefly about what the Avalanche need to do and, and to uh, win this game. Uh, do you think the Avalanche tied up? I do. I think they end up tying this game up 2-2, and it heads back to San Jose. And I just think that the speed of the Avalanche is going to end up catching up to the Sharks. Um, it's a thing that the Sharks couldn't really deal with as well with Vegas, and I think that Colorado is even faster, to be honest with you, than Vegas is. Uh, especially that 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 first line, uh, Makar has been phenomenal since coming over from uh, playing the Frozen Four. Plays in the championship game of the Frozen Four. Two nights later, he's playing in the playoffs for the Avalanche. Like that's you couldn't write a better story for that oh. kid. <laughs> but I just I honestly think that they're going to be able to to outtake to take them out with that with that speed. Now. The Sharks were able to capitalize on a few of their, their shots, but that was a bad game by Grubauer. I think he comes back and is even better in the game tonight. So I'm excited. Get to go to my first ever playoff game. I can't wait to see how crazy the arena is for it. So yeah. it's going to be fun. It'll, it'll be wild. It, you know, Colorado um, is a fun state. I've been I've only been there once, but I fell in love with it just, just on the scenery alone. Uh, I could only imagine what it's like to be there for a playoff hockey game. Um, is that your dog who's making that noise? No, it's me rolling a pair of a roll of uh. Sorry, I uh, I'm just there's tape, <laughs> and I was rolling it on my foot. I it was like a terrible dog, person. Like drinking some water. I was no. like, what? What's just uh, shin pad tape, and I just had it there, and I was rolling it with my foot because I tend to just do weird it, stuff. It literally sounded like <laughs> like, like a dog like lapping up some water or something. I was like, I'm yeah. not gonna, I wasn't gonna say anything, but I was like, what it's okay, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it seems we're a little bit different here. Uh, do you still stand by? So you think they're gonna tie it up? Do you, so you still believe that uh, the Abs are are the team? as your dark horse pick? I do. I think the Avs end up taking this series in six. I think they win game four and game five and game six. I think that they're going to get into the shark tank and get that win in game five and bring it back to Pepsi center and kind of do what they've been doing the last month and a half and just win home games. So. I think, uh, I think both we're, I still think we're in good spots with our dark horse picks. I, re- I do. I really do. I still have I, a lot of confidence in the Blues. I mean, at this point, I hope that our dark horse picks meet in the Eastern Conference or Western Conference Finals, and then we can just duke it out that way and make a little bet on yeah. who wins. That so. would, yeah. That's a, are you listening, Colorado and St. Louis? Make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we can make bets and then make ourselves do stupid stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, there was one more thing I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about this. Uh, because it happened on Wednesday night. The Sharks and the Knights, that game, <laughs> oh my goodness, that was the most insane game of hockey I have ever seen. 
So a funny little stat that got thrown out there that I happened to pick up on the other day that I thought was just crazy. So ever since they started the five-minute major penalty on a player, Mm -hmm. it's been called 8,774 times. Can you take a guess at how many times a team has scored four goals in that five minutes? Uh, Twice. Exactly. (laughs) It's literally been twice. There's a pull out of the hat. I was like... It's got to be a small number. <laughs> the Sharks doing it was the second time it's ever happened, and that is the most goals scored on a five-minute power play. Un- it was unreal. And then Vegas to score with, like, 37 seconds left to take it to overtime. I was like, oh, and man. I think the worst part was it's so anticlimactic that the goal that was scored by San Jose to win it, like, literally just got Flurry out of his – crease and just lays it slowly in the back door <laughs> like we were watching is like did that go in they're not really celebrating oh they are celebrating oh oh this is over okay like <laughs> yeah the most epic game seven you could ever imagine in the first round and that's how it ends <laughs> right like i was just like shocked i'm just sitting there like how did did that happen no no okay no it did that is uh yep vegas goes home <laughs> so do you think um, you don't think Carolina is going to sweep uh, the Islanders? I don't. I think the Islanders at least take one in this. They're too good of a team. Robin Leonard has been too good of a goalie. Now, at the same time that I say that, that it could easily be something of he's, you know, hit his peak and it's going to go downward now. And the Islanders have found out how to beat him or just how to beat the defensive core of the Islanders, which is what's been the reason why they're where they're at. I just think that New York's got some, Timely players, few injuries, but I think they'll get at least one, maybe two wins. Yeah, I, I part of me wants the uh, Hurricanes to lose and get knocked out of the playoffs because the owner of the Hurricanes killed the AAF. So I'm just, I'm just saying. You do know the full reasoning of why he was in for the AAF, right? He was there to save it, and he had the option to leave. False. He was there to get the app that they have for it. And when he realized he was going to lose money on everything but the app, he basically decided he was going to get the app for $70,000 and close the league. Yeah. And they, he also had the option to leave whenever. So, well, the app that they're building for it is a betting thing. And he wants his, he wants the rights to the app because it opportunity to do in-game live betting on if a, plays going left or right or if it's a pass or a run and they have all that all that tech he got it all he yeah. just paid seventy thousand dollars for it just pretty cheap uh at the end of the day yeah for him very cheap yeah he doesn't care <laughs> well uh that's another episode uh in the books for the puck drops here hopefully uh as as brent said our dark horses continue to win and we can have these moments to, to make a bet. I don't know what sort of embarrassment we could plan for each other, but I'm sure it could be fun. I mean, we could make you wear a blue jackets jersey or something. Uh, if you if you yourself bought me a blue jackets like t-shirt or a hat or something, I would wear it. I would if, oh my god, if they won the cup and you bought me a Stanley Cup shirt, I would I don't know. I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> don't know if I could do it. That'd be great. <laughs> uh also, if you're interested in the AAF stuff, look look out because this summer we're going to be doing a special episode. 
we're trying to we're gonna get to the bottom of it. We're gonna investigate what happened to the AAF. Uh, but that's football. This is hockey. So <laughs> thank you for listening to us. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all those places. Loud opinionated on Twitter. Loud and opinionated on Facebook and Instagram. Loud and opinionated brand, although I rarely ever post there because I'm lazy. Uh, so we will be back next week, either Tuesday or Thursday. We will be back to talk more hockey. And uh, yeah. we'll see you then, guys.